0: it's been said that most people die at age 25 and wait to be buried at age 65 so the big question is this how are entrepreneurs like us who believe in god and read the bible preparing for the financial danger that the bankers and brokers do not want us to know about how do we resist a life that's less than we are promised and hold on to our dreams so that we can live in fullness every day that is the question and this podcast will give you the secret My name is Nate Scott, and welcome to the Life is Rich podcast. Hello, my name is Nate Scott, author of Life is Rich, How to Create Lasting Wealth. I want to welcome you to Life is Rich with Nate Scott podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about leadership, leadership. You know, in chapter one of Life is Rich, How to Create Lasting Wealth, I frame it with 1 Peter 5, 2 through 4, which says, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, serving as overseers, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not greedy for money, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade away. For those of you that are just joining us for the very first time, Life is Rich means live in fullness every day. Realize I'm Christ's heir. That means spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, physically, and financially. We're a principle-centered, biblically-based leadership group. And we focus on teaching you how to think versus what to think. How to think versus what to think. Now today's message on leadership I want to share this because I recently had an opportunity to address an organization because a leader invited me inside. And anytime I have that opportunity is truly, truly a blessing and an honor. And I realize that I'm truly blessed to be a blessing. You know, when I think about the time when that happened once a time ago, it was in July 8th, 2015, when I was leaving LA Fitness, and I passed a pink Cadillac. I didn't see the person driving the vehicle, but I recognized the vehicle as a status symbol. And seeing it as a status symbol, I had an expectation of a leader. And so I pulled on the side of the road, and as the pink Cadillac came towards me, I got out of my vehicle with a copy of my book, and I said, here, read this. If you get any value from it, you can pay for it later. You see, I know that I'm a person of value, and I had something of value, and I knew that leaders would appreciate it. But well, this driver went left. I went right, and she contacted me on July 26, telling me she'd read the book, that she had shared it with 30 of her directors, and they all wanted it. And then from there, she asked me to do a conference call with about 200 of her leaders. And I said, "Bring the husbands on." And after that, she asked me to do a live training event. And then from there, she paid $4,500 to work with me for 90 days, because this was a leader that was looking to grow and grow the people in which she was leading. Well, that's what I think of when I think about the opportunity that was recently bestowed upon me. Because every time someone trusts me to share with those with whom they lead, I count that as a blessing. The message that I share tonight will directly contribute to that organization's growth and that's why I want to make it available to each one of you, because I want to see you grow. I want you to live in fullness every day. I want you to know that you truly are the asset. And as you grow, you're able to then grow others. And so please grab your pen and paper, sit back, take notes, and just know that if you'll lend me your ear, I will give you my heart. Nate Scott
1: is a former enlisted soldier, uh, served as a captain in Desert Storm, Desert Shield. He's also a veteran, West Point graduate, U.S. Army Infantry <laughs> Officer and Ranger. Listen, I'm a, I'm a Marine, bro, but that is a whole nother level right there. You understand what I'm saying? I bow down, I salute, I surrender uh, to that right there, man. That's awesome. After serving in the military and while working full-time uh, job, Nate launched his entrepreneurial career. And this is the book that shares his principles that he applied that enabled him to become a millionaire within three years. Nate completed a graduate school and became a father. And he is now a husband, new husband, and moved to Florida. He's worked as a financial advisor for the global wealth management firm as a chief financial officer of a company twice listed in the Inc. 500 fastest growing company before the market crashed in 2007. Listen, you want to hear from a gentleman tonight. I don't want to uh, take any more time from him. But I want to release the hounds uh, and introduce to some, present to others, one of our very own in Melaleuca, with everything that he brings to the table, uh, Mr. Nate Scott. Mr. Scott, are you with us, sir?
0: I am here. Can you hear me, my brother?
1: Yes, sir. Loud and clear. Take it away, brother.
0: All right. All right. Man, I'm not a pastor, but I feel like I need to say giving greetings from my church (laughs) home. You know, it's one of those settings right here. Man, this is truly, truly an honor, and I appreciate you um, for for inviting me to speak to you guys, especially at this particular point in time, and I don't take it lightly. And so what I wanna encourage everyone to do is be sure that you grab your pen and paper. I want to uh, give you some value and I wanna leave some time to actually answer real questions based on where, where you're at. And so to that end, uh, first and foremost, thank you for the opportunity to connect with each one of you. I bring you greetings from my wife and I, my wife, Andrea, She's, uh, she's eavesdropping. So you guys will see her somewhere, somewhere in these squares. She's on the, she's on the squares as well. And, um, and to that end, man, let me just start off by just giving you some things to hold on to. And then I'll circle back around. And so the first thing I want you to understand is that life is rich means living fullness every day. That means spiritually, mentally, emotionally, relationally, physically, and financially. It's living fullness every day. Realize I'm Christ's heir. we foundation built on Matthew 6:33, which says, seek ye first kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And then there's a the promise that all things that are after shall be added unto you. You see, my life changed at 19 when I walked perimeter during desert storm. And that's when I said, Lord, if you allow me to make it back, i will no waste day of my life. My name is Nathaniel, which means God's gift. And so my promise to each and every one of you tonight is that if you'll lend me your ear, I will give you my heart. If you will lend me your ear, I will give you my heart. You see, I grew up in a small town outside of Savannah, Georgia. And growing up, I had the desire of playing college basketball. When my scholarship fell through. I turned down my academic scholarships enlisted in the army. And as soon as I got to my unit, I immediately enrolled in college courses. And then from there, I got the opportunity to go to West Point. But there was a pivot in the middle of that because at that particular moment, Desert Storm came up. And so right before I left to go to serve in Desert Storm, I found myself at 18 walking around my room with a video camera, looking into the camera and talking to my family about this thing called time and not realizing that there was no guarantee for me. And so I was walking around creating a video will, And as I share each aspect of my story, I want you to do something for me. One, I want you to see where you can relate. And then the other thing is, I want you to think about your own individual story. And I hope to inspire you to look at every component of it so that you can truly embrace your personal journey. You see, I find myself in Operation Desert Shield, Desert Storm, looking in the dark. And as I said earlier, I said, Lord, if you allow me to make it back, I'll never waste day of my life. You see, it was in that moment when I really understood that we truly do have 1,440 minutes per day. And when you subtract out the time for working, sleeping, commuting, and the time it takes you to do what you have to do, each and every day of your life, most people are left with just one to two hours remaining to do what they really want to do. But then the question is, do we have the money to do it? You know, right now we have five days, 122 hours, 70,354 minutes for us to close out this month right here. What are we gonna do between now and the end of the month to don that Superman shirt and the Superwoman shirt so that we can leap over those buildings and accomplish those objectives that we set at the beginning of the month? I want to hope, I hope to give you some direction in making that happen. In order for that to happen though, what we're gonna do is we're gonna have to be very intentional about our time and our activities. In life is rich, how to create lasting wealth. I got a point in there when I speak about daily habits done daily, build character. Daily habits done daily, build character. It says, I'm your constant companion. I'm your greatest helper or heaviest burden. I will push you onward or drag you down to failure. I'm completely at your command. Half of the things you do, you might as well turn over to me and I will do them quickly and correctly. I'm easily managed, you must be firm with me. Show me exactly how you want something done and after a few lessons, I will do it automatically. I'm the servant of great people and the laws of all affairs as well. Those who are great, I've made great. Those who are failures, I've made failures. I'm not a machine though, I work precision of a machine plus the intelligence of a person You may run me for profit or run me for ruin. It makes no difference to me. Take me, train me, be firm with me, and I will place the world at your feet. Be easy with me, and I will destroy you. Who am I? I am habit. You see, the life that we desire is going to be fundamentally based upon the habits that we create. And each and every day, we can make a decision to create those habits. See, the key to creating whatever degree of success that we desire in any area of our life is to master doing a few simple things consistently over an extended period of time. Did you get that? Do a few simple things consistently over an extended period of time. You know, oftentimes, we we'll are hear this idea that perfect, that practice makes perfect. Well, in my book, I actually say that too many people believe that practice makes perfect. Nothing could be further from the truth. You see what practice makes is practice makes permanent. Practice is what creates our habits and our habits are running the bulk of our lives and thus is creating our futures. You see, I believe that each of us is in charge of our own destiny and each of us was born to be great. I didn't say that we were born great, but we were born to be great. Daily habits done daily build the character required to focus on perfect practice, which leads to perfect. So my question is, what are you becoming perfect at? I'm gonna give you something that's very simple. And as I give this to you and you magnify it, you can isolate where it is that you need to do the additional work. And I can promise you, That if you will concentrate between now and the end of this month, you will get yourself into a rhythm that will allow you to propel into whatever it is that you desire. You see, I know you've been introduced to the book, Outwitting the Devil. And in Outwitting the Devil, we're talking about that rhythmic motion. Right. And so what you've got is you've got a definite purpose. In the military, we go with that mission statement and we got the purpose and the task. And I want to drill down and showing you that the purpose is the thing that's most important. And then once you've got clear purpose, then what you do is create a clear plan. And then from that clear plan, then you execute it accordingly. That's where that hypnotic rhythm comes in, which is creating the habit. So the question is, what is your true purpose? My purpose is to live each day principle center based on biblical teachings and to be a person of value and per, and p- perfect practice. Be a person of value and positive influence. Be a person of value and positive influence. And that ties directly into what Melaleuca speaks to, doesn't it? Think about it. Each and every day you went about being a person of value and positive influence. How does that tie into enhancing the lives of those we touch? By helping people to achieve their goals. You see, for 14 years prior to me getting involved with Melaleuca, I knew of Maluka but I never looked at it because of how people approached me. They approached me as if I was a dollar sign. They approached me based upon the opportunity without understanding that as a true entrepreneur and businessman, I valued business, but there's no true business if there's no real customer. You see, my first experience with residual income was my 40 unit apartment complex that I acquired during a 90 day window as I was leaving the military and I read the book Rich Dad Poor Dad and within 90 days of reading that book, I saw two concepts and these two concepts forever changed my life. The first concept was that diagram that showed you the employee, the self-employed, the business owner, the investor. The next thing that I saw was the full income difference between the poor, the middle class, and the wealthy. I saw the income, the poor go out the window. Income, the poor go out the window. I could see that. I then saw income to liability, which has an expense, then it went out the window. I saw income, liability, expenses, then out the window. I saw income to student loan, then you have the monthly payments, then it's out the window. I saw student income to your house loan, and then you got your monthly payment, then it's out the window. You see, those things I saw that most people We're driving home. But then the thing that really changed my life was that flow of income for the wealthy. And see, I can tell you right now, if you just pause right now and you're holding on to this one piece right here, it can change your family tree. Income to asset, to create income to asset, to create income to your business, to create income to your investing, to create income to your insurance, to your income to yourself, that flow right there creates lasting wealth. And that's really the true reason for creating residual income. So if the approach was the right way, then I would have readily received it. But it took me being invited to speak at an event where while I was there as a guest speaking about life is rich, I heard the presentation done the right way. And I said to the speaker, we need to talk because I think this fits my program. And here's what I saw. I said that 80% of your Finances is based upon your behavior and 20% is your know-how. And 66 out of 100 people age 65 earn less than $30,000 in retirement. 47% of people say if they had a $400 emergency, they'd have to sell something or borrow money to address it. What I saw was a way for me to show people how to take the principles that I teach in life is rich, how to create lasting wealth, and apply those principles so they can change their life. So I want you to think about it like this as you move forward this week, these last five days and then addressing people. If I got people to shop online, then I knew that means they were looking at their expenses. And if I got them looking at their expenses, then they're able to track their expenses. Well, tracking is the first step to creating a budget. I already said that finance is 80% behavior, 20% know-how. So if I can get to the root and get people to change their behavior by pausing to have to look, well, then just maybe, just maybe I can help them to reduce their monthly expenses. Well, intuitively, we got to know if we're buying directly from the maker versus from a retailer, that gives us an opportunity to actually save money. Intuitively, we've got to understand that if we're able to save some time, well, then maybe that time that we would be doing one thing, we're more valued if we were doing something else. So I said, just maybe if I can get people just to think this way by simply giving them an opportunity that has nothing to do with them having overhead expense or investing in anything or changing any behavior, then maybe just maybe I can actually cause them to create lasting wealth because step one was I had to teach them to control themselves. So I said, what's my tip of the spear as a military term? How can I penetrate the, the objective? I said, well, if I looked at the fact that one in three women and one in two men are diagnosed with some form of cancer during their lifetime, and the number one cancer killer for both men and women is not, breast cancer that's four it's not pancreatic cancer that's three it's not colon cancer that's two but number one is lung cancer well that was alarming to me because as i said i grew up in a small town outside of savannah georgia i grew up hearing that if it doesn't smell like bleach then it's not clean but that was alarming to me because i read the lung damage study in january 2018 they said that cleaning your home once a week with certain products has the equivalent impact on your lung capacity of smoking a pack of cigarettes per day for 20 years. Well, my mother-in-law is a breast cancer survivor. My father-in-law passed away from pancreatic cancer. Our pastor was diagnosed with cancer two years ago in September, within a month of marrying us, she passed away. My grandmother passed January 12th, the day before my wife's retirement, 2020, after bowel cancer. My wife's sister passed November 1st, 2020, after bowel cancer. You see, I don't share because I only have an agenda. I don't care. I'm not sharing because I'm trying to get people in. I'm sharing because I have a heart to serve. Because I made a commitment to being a person of value and positive influence. I made a commitment to giving myself away in service to others because I said, Lord, if you allow me to make it back, I never wasted my life and my name is Nathaniel it means God's gift. And so I've got no other choice but to give myself away. My challenge to each and every one of you is that if you are a believer and I don't care what type of denomination, I don't care what the religious belief is. But if you are a believer of a higher power, then my challenge to each and every one of you is to adopt the philosophy of sharing is caring. I challenge you to do so with the spirit of being a person of value. I challenge you to dig real deep and hone in on the fact that you've got something of good that's worth sharing. And if you're that believer that calls Christ the person you follow, then life is rich. in something I want you to look in the mirror and say to yourself, say that I live in fullness every day because I realize I'm Christ's heir. And as an heir, that means all these things are promised to me. I just got to do my part. I just got to walk it out because the word says now faith, not later, but now faith is a substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not seen, with the natural eye, but to the mind's eye. It's already done. Now faith, Not later, so now, you got five days. Now, faith is a substance. What are you standing upon? Now, faith is a substance, hope for hope in the future is what gives you power in the present. Hope in the future is good. gives you power in the present. What are you gonna stand on and be powerful about? Don your cape and move forward. In a very intentional way, doing the right things each and every day, so that in turn, you give yourself a shot at changing someone's life. Hope in the future is what gives you power in the present. You see, 90 days will change your life. As I said, I had a 90-day window leaving the military. In 90 days, I picked up a book. I read the book. And then I took massive action because I realized that if I didn't move right then, I wouldn't have the opportunity to say history of income because of my changing career. And so I went to work. The same way we got to sort through the leads, that's what I was looking like looking through papers. And then I was putting out offers, which is the same way you make contact with people. And then when you make the contact with people, you're trying to get that appointment. In other words, you're trying to get them to to give you a call back based on your offer. And then what you're hoping to do is present yourself in a way that in turn, they will accept your offer. And if it doesn't happen right then, then that means you got to follow up. I want to let you know something. 2% of your yeses happen on the first touch. 3% happen on the second. 5% on the third but 10% on the fourth. 80% of your yeses happen on the fifth through the 12th touch. Are you willing to go through that process? Are you willing to go back and touch someone? You got enough opportunities. We got so many tools. You got so many ways to re-engage. You just gotta be committed to the process. And so as I round this thing out, what I want to give you is I want to give you this one thing right here, this one tool that as I've shared this with many people in different lines of business, and I say you pick this thing up here, it can apply to you if you're looking for a spouse, it can work for you if you're looking for a job, it can look for you if you're looking for your new customer. It's the pipeline. I want you to master the pipeline. The first thing before you embark on this journey with the pipeline is that you got to get clear about what your your goal is, what your your definite purpose is, what your your why is, whatever it is, be clear about that thing that you've got your eyes set upon. I want to encourage you to, to anchor it tied to the fact that you want to create generational wealth. I want you to look at it and realize that it's about you having enough that you can afford to retire at some point in time because 66 out of 100 people age 65 earn less than $30,000 of retirement. 77 million baby boomers are retiring and facing a cash flow danger. So just on the back of the envelope, what I want you to do is I want you just to write down, number one, I want you to write down your age. Number two, I want you to write down the age in which you'd like to retire. Whatever that means to you. I financially retired at 32, which allowed me to move from D.C. to Jacksonville, Florida, back in 2004 when I was about to have my first child, Nadia. And then number three, I want you to take the difference between those two numbers and see how many years are we working with. Number four, I want you to look at your net worth. What do you currently have put away? What is it that you're planning to have put away to fund that retirement? I don't mean retirement by age, I mean retirement based on financial basis. Number five, I want you to tell me what's the dollar amount per month that you'd like to have. When I ask that question, most of the people times they'll sell me 5,000 or 10,000 per month. That's generally a standard number. So it let's us, I'm gonna run the numbers with that, but whatever that number is for you, the monthly amount. Number six, I want you to tell me the absolute best rate of return that you personally know how to get the absolute best rate of return that you personally now know how to get. Now if that's foreign language to you. No problem. Be honest, raise your hand and I'll clear it up because for most people, when I say that, it sounds like a foreign language because the reality is, is that money's like a foreign land. And if you don't know the language of the land, then you can't get around. What I'm talking about is where would you put your money and what expected rate of return will you be getting from there? For general purposes, I just want to put 5% because if you go to a standard financial guide, it might tell you 8 to 10% and talk about historical numbers. Well, what makes me unique is that I went into the financial services after making my first million at 32. I was getting cold called by people. They didn't know my background. They didn't know I had an MBA from George Washington. They didn't know I was had a financial planning background from Georgetown. They didn't know I had done my undergrad at West Point in engineering and sociology. But more importantly, they didn't know I was looking for an advisor. The reason I was looking for an advisor was not because I didn't know what to do. I was looking for one because I didn't want my emotions driving my decisions. You see, I was an enlisted soldier before I was an officer, which means that I had a great degree of respect and appreciation for people at whatever level they were, because I knew because I was that guy that didn't go into, that, that that didn't make a choice to go enlisted because I didn't have the capability or the ability to go to become an officer or to go to college. I just made a choice. Stick a stick a feather right there out. That, that should let you know we don't need to judge people by their title or by their lack of degree or whatever. Don't do that. And so in that moment right there, five percent. I go with that because as I walked into those doors of UBS Financial Services, within a week of being there, I realized my background and experience didn't matter because it wasn't a job of making people money. It was a sales job. It was assets under management. I had to have enough people saying I was a great guy. It was truly network marketing. And when I saw that, and I saw that I wasn't able to help people the way that I wanted to, I found myself giving them the recommendations to help them to solve their problem, but I wasn't getting paid for that. But fortunately, I was there because I wanted to be versus because I had to be. But I never forgot that opportunity to teach people what the bankers and brokers didn't tell them. And so we got five percent is what we're working with. So now what we're going to do is run your numbers. Take what you had for the monthly amount and multiply that by twelve for your annual amount. So if five thousand was the amount, then that's sixty thousand a year. If ten thousand was the amount, then that's one hundred and twenty thousand per year. Well, that annual amount, whatever that is, divide that by 0.05, five. Five percent. And what you'll come up with is the nest egg amount. Prior to you taking away your current net worth. So if you had 60,000 annually, that means 1.2 million you got to put away if you're doing a tradition. If you said 10,000 up, that means 2.4 million. You need to have that put away. You take that a dollar amount and now you divide the number of years you got to get there. You can see how many dollars per year do you need to start putting away starting right now. And then you divide that number by 12, and you can see how much per month you need to start by next month, starting and putting away each and every month. If that number shocks you, as it does most people, then let that be the reason why you don't quit. Let that be your anchored belief. Let that be the reason that you go and do wax on, wax off, wax on, wax off, and just do the process. Master doing a few simple steps consistently over an extended period of time. Step one, I told you your goal. Now, here's where the pipeline begins. The first thing is recognize that you have your lead source. Whatever that is, I suggest you start with your cell phone. From your cell phone, you can go to your Facebook contacts. You can go over to LinkedIn. Heck, if you really have to go to the phone book, the point is that's your lead source. Go to your people that you've worked with in the past, your high school classmates, leads. It just simply means where are you going to get the people? Are you good with that? Can you do that piece? Can you just take your phone out and write down every name? Can you just do that? Is there anything to stop you from doing that activity? No. Number two, contact. Here's a strategy that I have my team doing. I tell them that I promised them that I can give them five minutes a day to create a six figure income. If they would do this five minutes a day, they can lay the foundation for a six-figure income. Now, the truth of the matter is, I can say that to people that are close to me, but I know that because I'm here, and y'all hearing this for the first time, you're gonna go and do this thing. Y'all gonna blow up. I'm seeing 116 people. I decree y'all better double. You better double. Here's what you do. You take out your phone, set it, your timer for five minutes. Just five minutes. Before you go to bed tonight, Write out 15 names. You're planning your work for the next day. You know what time you go to work. Okay, then get up early if you need to. Stop using the excuse you don't have time. Get up five minutes early. Create the text message that says, hey, do you have a minute? Or do you have a minute? go to your iPhone, go to your general settings and set that phrase, do you have a minute? In the morning when you get up, go to your phone, pick it up, find the first person that you're gonna be texting to and put that note right there. Then go over to your timer, hit start. Go to your person, hit send. Go to the next person, Pace, sin. Go to the next person, pace, sin. Go to the next person, pace, send. Go to the next person, pace, send. Go to the next person, pace, send. Keep going. Don't get distracted. Don't worry about someone calling you. Don't worry about someone texting you. Focus on completing the task that you said you are going to do. Give yourself your first victory of the day. And when it's done, It's done and now you can respond to those persons because you only had a minute. Create a next text that simply says, thank you for reaching out. I'm going to call you back. But between now, but right now, can you tell me if you can, when can you give me 30 minutes before midnight tonight? Copy that. Paste that and send it to all those people that have responded to you and then pick up the phone and call the first person that reached out to you and do so and keep your word because you told them in the text that you were gonna call them. But while you're talking to one person, somebody else can go ahead and be telling you that they're available they will be available either at one of your scheduled times or around your schedule or down during the time that you wanna do a quick share pro, I don't care which way you do it, but that's how you book your appointments. So we got your goals set, we got your leads, we got your contact, and I just told you how you set your appointment. You send a follow-up text confirming with the person that time that they told you, and I want you to copy or three-way text to your support team. Not the brand new person, skip the brand new person. If you just got enrolled by someone that just got enrolled, give it to your person that actually has the knowledge and experience, let them be the one to support you. So they, they can work in depth. Now the three-way text is done and everybody knows what's going on, you got accountability. And now you're waiting for the presentation. So you had your goal, you had your leads, you got your contact, you made the appointment, and now you show up for the presentation, whatever that presentation is that you're doing, however you're doing it. I'm doing 300 live Zooms between now and April 1st. I told my team, okay, there's 63 Monday through Fridays. Monday through Friday, I'm on 12, four, six, and eight. There are 12 weekends. And I got 12 times that I do there, or, or two times, I, four times I do on the weekend. Whatever your schedule is, that's the way that you can move through and book and plan and continue with your life. And then once that's done, then the next thing you're doing is simply enrolling and following up. So goal Lead, contact, appointment, enrollment, or follow up. Master a few, master doing a few simple steps consistently over an extended period of time, and you can create whatever degree of success that you desire. And so I'm going to close it out with a simple story for each and every one of you as. I hope that this has been of value to you. I want to share a story with you about Michael Downing. Michael Downing, at the end of World War II, was asked to go to Germany to speak to a group of wounded soldiers. You see, Michael made the trip to Germany, and as he walked into the room, he saw soldiers who had been shot. There were amputees whose eyes told him they had lost all hope, and he empathized with them. Michael was a successful businessman. He actually was a president of a very successful bank. And as he looked at these soldiers, he started his speech by saying this, I want you to know that anything is possible. I hope that you dream big dreams because you have a bright future ahead of you and the potential to achieve anything you desire. The soldiers weren't in good spirits. They began to boo him. And the booing got so severe that Michael stopped and sat down. He reached down and he removed his prosthetic right leg. Then he removed his prosthetic left leg. Then he removed his right arm and took off his left hand. You see what the soldiers didn't know was that when Michael was 14 years old, he fell off the back of a wagon in a snowstorm. By the time his parents realized he was missing and came back to get him, he had severe frostbite. That frostbite required amputation of both legs, his right arm, and his left hand at the wrist. He empathized with the soldiers because he knew what they were going through. He had lost all hope in his life before. And sitting there a stump of a man, he started his speech over again by saying, I want you to know that anything is possible. I hope that you dream big dreams because you have a bright future ahead of you and the potential to achieve anything you desire. Now I have to imagine that was the greatest speech ever given. And Michael's message is what I want to leave each one of you with. I want you to know that we have a bright future ahead of us. And the potential to achieve anything we desire. My name is Nate Scott, author of Life is Rich, How to Create Lasting Wealth. I wanna thank each and every one of you for your attention. I pray that each one of you have gotten something of value and I wanna open it back up. And Troy, I would really appreciate it if, if a few can at least tell me, what did you get of value from what I shared? Because I said, if I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. But if I involve you, you'll learn. If I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. If I'm Bob you, you'll learn.
1: Man, man, listen, I'm just full right now. I'm just totally full. And I know a lot of folks are full and they're absorbing everything. And I'm gonna give the opportunity uh, for other folks to open up. The lines can be unmuted. Say your name, where you're calling from. But I'm gonna respond to uh, Nate and his request. Uh, The lines are open. I'm digesting, brother, that was amazing. Um, And I'm, you know, I'm going to tell you right now, um, go ahead, the lines are open, go for it.
2: Hi, my name is Hannah. I'm in Atlanta, Georgia, and I want to say thank you so much for your powerful message today. I loved how you started off um, talking about the financial part of it. But what really hypnotized me and got me hooked was how to posture up. Because you came in as someone who had already had some success in life. And so for Melaluca to have a value, there was something you said that the presentation was done in a way that it made sense to you. And so for me, it just had so much impact because I run into people all the time who don't want to do melaluca because of how I'm presenting it. And so I loved how you laced this, the, the financial part of it and the value in enhancing people's lives. So I'm just like blown away. And I'm glad to see I checked. It's being recorded. I'm going to watch it again. Thank you so much for all your tips. Um, I wanted to ask you, yeah, when you enrolled, what was it that um, appealed to you?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I saw it as an extension of the value I wanted to deliver to people that read my book. Um, and this is the message I want each one of you to know. You are the asset. You are the asset. There's no company. There's no product. God has uniquely made each and every one of you to deliver something that only you can deliver. This is a store. Don't be... Don't take yourself and then become something that number one, is not the company and it's not you. Be authentically you. You know, my wife was 26 years with Mary Kay, and we married with her hiring me as a coach before we ever had a relationship. And I went into that world, and in that world, what I saw was people hypnotized by a culture that all that talked about that company. And I'm like, you every time you say that company's name. Do you realize that you put in the same bucket as everyone else? You ladies are the asset. So what I saw when I heard the presentation was that it was delivered the way that Mel Lucas says, deliver it based on their products and based upon their offer. And because it was delivered based upon their offer versus it being delivered as something to try to get me into, I was able to see that which is what entrepreneurs really look at, which is my sniff test is if I don't recruit anybody, can I still make money? So the value was in my having a, re- a desire to serve others. And I saw it as a way to complement something that I was giving to the market. And I'm saying to you, your compliment could be, you got people in your life that you wanna add value to and the way you wanna do so is giving them a tool to help them to achieve whatever it is that you wanna emphasize. And I told you the tip of the spear that I do is based upon the fact that most people have bleach and ammonia in their home. So I don't do it because I have an agenda to get them into Maluka I want to truly give people the education because I know how I grew up. So own the information, be the asset Continue to walk in your own development. That will exude your own personal confidence. And while you're trying to get that confidence, leverage your support team or whomever that you have access to that has more confidence than you.
1: Awesome, awesome. We'll take one more question. Thank you very much, Hannah. That was invaluable. We'll take one more. We got time for one more before we close out for tonight. You can go and mute yourself. Say your name and ask ask the question. Or sure Scott, you. How you doing? Take it away, brother. Troy, sure, best best thing I got. Thank you again. sir. for your input. Scott, you're, break, you're breaking I up. Just it. you're breaking up a little bit, bro. Can, yeah. you get, can you get a clear signal? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Yeah,
2: right, best try again. I a five minute thing at the end. And the text messages,
1: uh, what to do The how to exactly what to do, text people. If there's a way that we could get those written down or, or passed around, uh, do you got a minute and then texting everybody for five minutes, then following up with the next question with the Texas and then setting the appointments, uh, and given the overviews, because, you know, if we spend 80% of our time doing that, we're all going to grow and blow up, I believe. Absolutely, bro. I'm going to ask Nate to drop that, since Nate is in the team page. I'm going to ask Nate to drop that, if he would, sometime this week or the next uh, several hours. He would do that, be diligent and do that. I believe he would. So thanks for that request, brother. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Awesome sauce. Hey, guys, listen, super excited for everything that we have going on here. Um, they, they,
2: I, I do want to add, though, um, if everybody look okay. in the chat, Andrea, his wife, has put down the link for his book. Absolutely. So um, please. Yep. Amazing. Amazing
1: listen, book. guys, a must have. I, I've just started reading it. Nate has blessed me with this book. I got three books sitting here. I told him I'm nipping on each three at the same time, which is probably robbery. But uh, I'm going to jump all in this for the content that was living tonight. One thing
0: I'd ask for you, because of, we were short, with, if you could ask anyone, I would appreciate you guys go through the exercise of sharing what you get of value. What you get of value. Again, that's how you submit so that you don't move like i got a rah-rah session like you're in church. Absolutely. Totally against that. Let's put down something so you can say, I got one thing I can run with. And that way that serves the uh, your team that continues to bring talent to the, to the table.
1: Can everybody unmute and say thank you um, to Mr. Nate Scott with such an amazing, amazing content and delivery today. Mm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Thank
2: you. Thank you. 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 Oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you, you, brother. really appreciate that. Thank That Thank you
1: so much.
0: Thank you for listening to the Life is Rich podcast. I'm your host, Nate Scott. Remember, if I tell you, you'll forget. If I teach you, you'll remember. But if I involve you, you'll learn. One way to get involved is to rate, subscribe, and leave feedback on iTunes by answering the question, what did you like best about what you heard? One of the problems faced by Christian entrepreneurs striving for success is having an alliance with like-minded people working together for a common, definite objective. Would you like to join a community of Life is Rich soldiers? If so, please rate and subscribe to the Life is Rich podcast on iTunes and text GROWTH to 904-204-0846 for the link and this month's free book. Again, please rate and subscribe to the Life is Rich podcast and text GROWTH to 904-204-0846. Again, my name is Nate Scott. Take care and be blessed.